Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Dental Practice Heroes Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Paul Etchison. We're here on Monday, October 3rd. I just had my third golf trip of the year last weekend in beautiful Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. Seven of my guy friends, and that will conclude the golf trips for me for this year. It will not conclude golf season. That goes until about November for us in Chicagoland, but that does conclude my last golf trip. It was kind of funny. We had a cheer competition for my oldest daughter the other weekend, and one of the other husbands was missing. We were talking to the mom, and he was missing because he was on a golf trip, to which my wife asked, gosh, how many golf trips does your husband go on a year? Because she thinks, I go on three, and that is way too many. This guy goes on seven, seven golf trips every year. And here I am going on three. So it didn't really work to her advantage to ask that question. It was kind of funny. But I mean, good for you, man. That's seven trips. That's awesome. You know, I always just say to my wife, I'm 41 and I don't know how long my wrists or my back or, or any other part of my body is going to last. Maybe, maybe it'll break down when I turn 50 and I won't be able to golf anymore. If I just go on one golf trip a year, that's only nine until I'm 50. That's not very many. I mean, let's go on three a year. Let's at least make it 27, right? So I, I hope you're with me on that. I hope you agree with me. So recently, somebody posted something on the Business of Dentistry Facebook page that you can't make money joining a DSO, to which I replied that that was a horribly ignorant assumption, to which I got blocked by the original poster because it triggered this wave of emotion and hurt that just cut him right down to his core and he just couldn't handle it. He had to block me from responding to anything. Not sure why he got so upset with that. I don't think I was really attacking him. But anyway, he started poking out the differences that I don't know what the difference between a DSO and a DPO is, which in my experience, when I'm reading DSO or DPO on the internet, most of the time people are talking about those terms being interchangeably the same. But anyway, not my point. So Glenn Vo had a nice response to this, and it was kind of like something along the lines of, you know, this is the industry that we live in. This is the market that we live in. Not all groups are the same, but it's still beneficial for us to know as dentists and to uh, understand what these are really about and what's going on in an industry and what are the opportunities so that we can use these as tools. So that got me to thinking. Back when I was in dental school, we had the dental town forums, and that's pretty much all we had. And it was kind of like, it was old forum format, and it was just a place to go when you wanted to feel really awful about yourself and have other dentists yell at you and tell you that you suck. No, I mean, I'm being, I'm being facetious here, but, but it, it was a great resource, but there was a lot of trolls on there, and just like there is nowadays, but it was a great resource. But there was really little online CE. We, there was no ways to like really converse with other dentists in our area. There was no way to get help if you really needed it. So that's why I always think about dentistry was being, it was such an isolating profession and even more so 20 years ago. I'm just talking about, you know, 10, 12, 13 years ago. But now we have like online CE everywhere. We have more online CE than you can imagine. We have podcasts, we've got books, we've got multiple forms, groups and ways to interact with our dental peers and seek mentorship. Albeit sometimes the Facebook forum is not the best advice because you don't know who's really giving the advice. But, you know, like I'm thinking about real estate and, and how I'm involved in real estate and multifamilies. And, you know, over the past few years, I've flipped a few six units. And when I look at my annual returns that I've made on these, it was about 40 to 50% annual return. It was, so it was nice investment. But is that really greedy to make that kind of return on an investment? I mean, I bought them off a seller for a fair price that we both agreed on. And I added value to the building 
by you know fixing some things up and 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 getting the rents up to market rents. We did some where we sectionated them, turned them into public aid housing places. So we did that. We got the rents up, and then I sold it to a buyer who bought it for a fair price. So what's really the issue? You know, I've invested in some larger real estate syndications over the past five years, and. The latest one I got into was a 300 plus unit development in San Antonio. So like you look at that, you, you, you evaluate it, and then you see if it's something you want to invest money in. But what's cool about it is that my money grows while I sleep. And all I did was more or less just educate myself. I read books. I took courses. I found people that had some experience, and I asked them questions. I evaluated deals, and I talked to people with experience, got all my questions answered. So. Leads me to my next question. If you feel that your practice is underperforming, why can't you figure out why? I mean, if you feel like your investments suck or you're not investing at all because you don't know, why can't you figure out how to do that? If you're, if you're referring a ton of specialty procedures, you're not doing them in-house, you're sending like implants and, and difficult extractions out, why aren't you learning how to do them? To the same extent, if you're having a lot of interpersonal issues with your team, poor leader, poor communicator, maybe you're not the best conflict resolver, et cetera, on and on and on. Why aren't you learning how to do that and be better? We live in a world where there's really no shortage of information. It's all at your fingertips. It's right there. And all you have to do is set the goal and get to work. It always brings me back to, I know a lot of people, and some people even in my circle and some of my close friends, I think if you buy real estate, it should make money just when you buy it. And as long as the rents cover the mortgage, it's working, right? Well, yeah, it might still work, but is that really optimal? Shouldn't you know more about it? Shouldn't we be optimizing every element in our life, including our downtime with, with our families and with our friends, everything we do? I mean, you should be optimizing your phones at your practice. You should optimize your patient experience, the delivery of care, how you collect, how your policies and procedures work, any staff issues, how those are dealt with. Everything can be optimized, and all it requires is that you identify a problem that needs to be solved, and then you just search for the answers. So when we really think about it, there's no excuse for not knowing more about the things in our own personal worlds. The information's there. We just have to go get it. So what I want you to do and think about this week is just sit down and take some quiet time. And I know I say this a lot, and a lot of people don't do it. But it's so beneficial just to sit down and block off. You don't need a lot of time. Block off 30 minutes just to sit and isolate yourself and just bring a pen and paper and just write some stuff down. I want you to write down all the things in your practice, all the things in your life and that could use some optimization. And then write down all the things that you want to learn how to do. Because if there's something you want to know more about or another business venture or another investment, you can learn about them. The information is there. And the knowledge is power. So it doesn't take a long time to kind of research a subject before you at least get a beginner's level of knowledge on it. And then you just get the experience. And that's the hard part is, you know, getting the experience and learning from the school of hard knocks. But you can learn this stuff. There's nothing you can't learn. And it used to be a world where you had to know somebody to teach you how to do this. We don't need that anymore. Everything is there. There's things online. There's books. There's seminars. There's so much stuff that you can do to learn about the things that interest you and the things that matter to you. So I hope you take some time this week to do that. Next week, we got a great episode. We got David Phelps coming on. He's going to talk about real estate, investing, 
and what he's seeing in the market right now. It's going to be a great episode. You don't want to miss it. Until next time, everybody have a great week and we'll talk to you then.